Good morning and welcome back to my podcast, No Bullshit with Joe. And today I want to talk to you guys about why I think we are in a virtual reality. Potentially in a virtual reality. So, first of all, I want to talk to you guys about hypnotherapy. I mean, I've had hypnotherapy before. I don't know whether you've ever had it. And it is such a, it, it is such a phenomenal experience. So, uh, in the hypnotherapy, I went for hypnotherapy because of um, the murder of my mum. But that's a, that's a completely different podcast for a completely different time. And I went into this, uh, into this room with this therapist. And I could feel the seat that I sat on. I could smell the room, I could taste the um, iron in my mouth from how nervous I was, I could feel the sweat dripping from my forehead, I could see, I'm going somewhere with this, okay, um, I could feel the carpet beneath my feet, and I could feel how nervous I felt, okay, so I could feel, taste, smell, see, all these different things, right, so when I started in therapy, about two or three minutes into it, I was walking down a wooded area. So I'm still sat in the room with the therapist, but I'm not sat in the room with the therapist because I'm walking down a wooded area. But my body, physical body, is still sat in the room with the therapist, but I'm walking down this wooded area. There's sunlight going through the trees. I can feel the cold air on my face and on my arms. I can smell freshly cold grass. I can feel the bark of the trees beneath my hands when I touch them. I could hear birds. But my physical body was in the therapist's office. But I was walking down a wood with a physical body that could touch, feel, taste, see, smell. So that's... My example of that, but then we've also got my friend who practices lucid dreaming. For you guys who don't know what lucid lucid dreaming is, it's basically where you um, have like a chime on your phone and every hour, for argument's sake, that chime will go off. Um, And what it'll do is it prompts you to look at your hands. So you look at your hands and you do this throughout the course of the day. And... As you do this, throughout the course of the day, it trains your mind to basically respond to the sound. A bit like Pavlov's dogs responding to the bell and drooling upon hearing the bell. That's what it trains your mind to do. It trains your mind to, well, not drool, but it trains your mind to look at your hands. So, my friend did this. He does this throughout the course of the day. And what it does is at night time, when you sleep... If you you hear the noise in your sleep, you your mind is trained to maybe look at your hands. So you're subconscious. So if you're in a dream and you hear this noise, you look at your hands automatically. So my friend um, was telling me how he'd actually successfully been able to. He's only been able to do it about twice in his lifetime, but he's successfully been able to um, lucid dream successfully. And if you don't know what lucid dreaming is, it's actually basically... Being in a dream, but being awake in the dream and being aware that you are in the dream. Well, not being awake in the dream, but being aware that you are dreaming. So my friend, he he said he was in this dream and he, I do apologise about the noisy cat, by the way, in the background. 
he was in this dream and he looked down at his hands um, because he heard this big noise coming from like, you know, he stood, he stood outside, he heard this noise coming from the clouds and he was like, what's that noise? And next minute he's looking down at his hands and he's like, my hands look weird. They're all, they're all strange and they're all long and they're all thin. And holy shit, I'm dreaming. So, because he was dreaming, he was like, wow, okay, this is amazing. And he starts to walk around this house, goes into this house and starts to walk around this house. And he realizes this is this house, it's his house, but it's flipped the other way around. So, what he told me was he could feel the stairs beneath his feet as he was walking up the stairs. He could touch the wood. He could touch the walls. And he said to me, that, you know, the wood and the walls and the stuff beneath his feet, they were so real. They were as real as him stood in front of me, talking to me and telling me about the experience that he'd had. So where does this come in with virtual realities? Well, this to me makes us think, if we think about technology and how technology is advanced, let's take this app, for example. Okay, so... I personally am shooting this app on this on this phone and I'm using a software. This software will then get transferred to another software, which will then make it small enough so that it can be created and put into the podcast platforms that I'm using, using an RSS feed. So if we if we go from like, you know, technology from when I was 15, 16, you know, we had the Nokia Nokia 3510s and the Nokia 3510i's, right? So on 15, 16, we've got the Nokia's. Really old phones. You could play Snake on it. You could ring people. You could text people. They were big brick things, weren't they? And like the old school computers that we had, the 1997 computers where you had a big massive screen with a load of wires in the back and they were that big that they had to be that big because they literally held all the gubbins in the back. And the screen, if you remember rightly, you'd put run your hand over the screen and it screened and it was like static. Um, so they were really old, aren't you? So if you think in the last 15, 16 years, how quickly we have evolved and developed as a community, as in, 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 well, I say as a community, on a technological basis. So where are we going to be in 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years time if we continue developing the way that we are developing? You know, we've got cars that are made out of electric that can drive themselves. Whereas 30, 40, 50 years ago, you had to wind them up with a, with a, like a big handle at the front to get them started. You didn't have none of this turnkey rubbish. So, so when we come to think about it, you've got worlds that we can enter on our own minds. Lucid dreaming, hypnotherapy. that are as real as this world that we're in now. You've got other worlds as well, where you can put on a computer headset and be in a completely different world even though you're stood in, even though you're fully awake and stood in, stood in your own living room. So what's not to say we've not already advanced as a human race and we are not all in a virtual reality created by the people who've already created the technology or created by the AI that we created that has taken over us and put us in a virtual reality. I mean, that's a scary thought as well, isn't it? Like, we have artificial intelligence that can talk to each other. We have artificial intelligence that can communicate with humans and ask questions and learn. Where's that going to be in 100 years' time, 50 years' time, 20 years' time? 
Or have we already passed that point and we just don't know about it? All we're doing is repeating the past and then we're going to create a virtual reality or the AI is going to create a virtual reality. And then that's going to create a virtual reality, which is then going to create another virtual reality. It's a very hard concept to grasp. But it's something that I've been mulling over in my head.